in a world where every diet you know is wrong. Well, not every diet. I mean... Yes, but almost every doesn't sound as good. Yeah, but... Shut up. One man stands alone. Well, not completely. I mean... It's time for Adam Martin, the No Breakfast Guy. And let's talk fast. Fasting, fitness, and fat loss. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Let's Talk Fast podcast. I'm not going to give you the big spiel. I'm going to get straight into it. You've seen the title. If you've been listening to my podcast of while or any of my content, you'll know probably what we're about to start talking about. But I have a special guest here with me. Amy, say hello. Hello, everybody. Um, look, as I said, I'm not going to beat around the bush today. This is just going to get straight to the point. And this is going to be an episode that's basically just kind of for us, but we wanted to share this with you. It's just one of those very important moments in time where life becomes completely different to what we know it and change is coming about. And I think it's kind of much similar to when we took off to live in France, that it was one big leap in life. Um, so that was a lot easier. That was probably a lot easier <laughs> than what this is. But um, And I think this is a bit more permanent <laughs> than um, France was. But as you've seen from the title, I don't know exactly what I've called it, but um, because as I'm recording this, I have a couple of versions in my head. But we're leaving Melbourne. There you have it. <laughs> yes. Um, so I'm going to give a little bit of a lead into, but pretty much this all comes down to Amy because it's her that um, has been taken away because of a job. And so I'll let her explain it and I'll kind of lead her into telling more about it. But you would have heard a podcast a couple of weeks ago where I was speaking to Patrick. Um, it was episode 100 and he basically interviewed me and we were talking about a whole heap of different things. If you haven't heard that episode, I highly recommend jumping back and listening to it. But one of them was me talking about um, the fact that I've had an incredibly supportive wife over the last 15 years to let me go on my own little tangents with my business and my career and um, never once has Amy ever given me a no when I've come to her and asked to do something for business or, hey, I think I want to try this or I want to spend this money to do this or do you want to go and take a year off and travel France when we should probably be settling down because we've got one child but I need some time off so can we go and like... Not once has she ever kind of stopped me going on my little tangents. Um, and, you know, the world has been a, a pretty shitty place this last year. And COVID has certainly ravaged its way around the world. Um, and while the damage it's done to businesses and people in general and the lives that have been lost have been tragic, for me uh, and our family, I think, um, it's probably been a net positive. While there's definitely been some tough times, for the last couple of years, I've been meaning to get off the daily grind and get online to just give myself some more flexibility. And while I've started that, I've never fully committed to it. And COVID forced me to commit to that because I couldn't see clients and my business was shut down. And Amy's not working. She was on maternity leave. And I, I have a family to help support with my wife being at home. Um, financially, I should say, help support. Um, and I had to make it work or else we wouldn't have money coming in and we couldn't afford to live and things like that. And so that forcedness, that's not the word, but that forcedness really forced Ur me. Urgency. Yeah, urgency. A good one. Yeah. She's a much better wordsmith than I am. Don't <laughs> don't listen to the fact I've written a book. It's <laughs> but um but yes, that urgency forced my hand to um really make the online world work and it's in a place now that um I can pretty much be mobile. 
And so I think that may have just planted the seed in Amy's head of maybe I don't have to go back to a shitty job I don't like that I'm <laughs> stressed about and not really my passion. Well, I mean, it, it all came about because I saw a job advertised uh, in my old... So I'm a, I'm a mine geologist or a geologist by training and um, former mine geologist and a role came up on LinkedIn and I was just like oh, that sounds like such an amazing opportunity and, oh, you know, oh, well, sort of thing. And I just happened to mention it to Adam at the time and he kind of went, oh, hang on, you know, we can we can talk about this sort of thing. And I was like, hey, what <laughs> <laughs> kind of thing? And so, yeah, that, that created the spark. That was back in um, early September. Was it that? No, I thought yeah. it was earlier than that, but okay. Yep. No, the, the, the role was advertised late August and I applied early September and um, unfortunately didn't land that role in particular, but it, it, yeah, set me on the course to looking back at um, towards that kind of work again. So I'm very fortunate in, to, in, in that I've managed to find a role um, and, yeah, I start incredibly soon <laughs> so so i mean i guess i might interview you then if that kind if of works like. for you yeah so um i guess as i said it, it was sparked by that idea of well hang on you know do you want to get back into the mining world and my first question to you because this is not my worry but my my worry for you is the fact that mining is fly in fly out and i don't think we've said we're moving to perth so yes. if you listen if you if you're listening to this and you're in perth i uh, hope to maybe meet some of you guys Hi, perth. <laughs> um so yes we're moving to perth and in a non covid world we might have tried to make it work in melbourne and amy would just fly in fly out over to perth and come back to melbourne but unfortunately with the way things are borders can shut statewide um at, at an at a drop really and we just saw that happen the other the other week with south australia and then western australia like no nah, we're shutting down again we're not closing and so we didn't want to get this idea that we you know i would amy would get stuck here or she would get stuck back at work and not be able to travel backwards and forwards and so we're moving to perth and so the fly and fly life regardless of whether we were in melbourne or even perth Amy's going to be away for eight days at a time and then back home for six days at a time. So my first question, even though it's taken me seven minutes of waffling to get there, um, how do you think long-term you will be being away from the girls eight days every fortnight? I really don't know. I think it's going to be... It's it's always harder for those left at home, generally, than it is for people on site. I think I'll be okay, especially in the short term. Um, well, I shouldn't say that. The very, very short term, I'm sure I'll be miserable. <laughs> but um, See, I, I reckon it's gonna, I reckon it'll be the other way around. I don't think you're going to be euphoric because you've been, I'm not going to say stuck at home, but our major lockdown we went through, you were the main carer for the girls while I kept on working. And so I think you're going to be... This is amazing. I'm free. I can get away. You There's know, I'm definitely going to be an element of that. But I've never been away from the girls for more than a few nights before. So um, and 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 no nights for for little Anna. For Anna, yeah. So um, it's yeah. I think that's going to be hard for me to sort of emotionally get around. But every time I think about it, I I also think about the fact that I want to be you know a strong female role model to my girls I want to show them that women can do anything that they set their minds to and 
geology is something that I'm extremely passionate about. It's one of these things, it's kind of like you needed to leave it in order to realise how much um, I, I, I did really love it. And um, well, That's been clear to me because you don't stop talking about it, even though you've been out of it for the last four years. You've always like... I don't think oh. so, but... <laughs> Look, we're not going to get onto a, an argument here on here, but it, no, and it's not an argument, but it's like yeah. you, you don't stop talking about the fact you missed okay. the mind. So, oh, yeah. yeah. And, and it's clear, and I said this in the podcast with Patrick of just, you know, for lack of a better word, the spark had gone in you. Mm. Like working your day to day job here, it was, I mean, you had some fulfilling stuff and you did some cool stuff with the job you've been at the last couple of years, but every time you would come home from site, you were so excited and you're like, <laughs> we found this, we did this, and what is this? And it was like, it, it was just, it gave you energy. Like, Absolutely. yes, you know, yeah. we obviously were apart from each other and it was mm. before obviously kids, but, you know, I was busy with work and you were busy with work and we'd make, we made it work kind of thing. But the yeah. spark had just like, the glint in your eye or, you know, if it was a Disney fairy tale kind of thing, you know, that ding, you know, yeah. that, you know <laughs> kind of music would be playing when you'd come home yeah. and you smile and... I see it now, and when you landed that job, it was just—it was almost like you found out you were pregnant again. Like it was this, <laughs> that smile on your face of yeah. just absolute joy. Yeah, it, um, yeah, and it's good to see that back in you. And it is—it's good to feel that. Like I, I definitely the last few months, I've felt even even just the prospect of it. Um, it's really re-energized me again. And yeah, so I, I, I'm super looking forward to it. I think, you know, the very short term, it's going to be super hard because there's that separation, which, we, which we've never dealt with before. With kids. And with kids, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I'll be right. I'll be right leaving you. You'll be fine. <laughs> You'll be right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that, that to begin with. And then I think, you know, past that, um, it'll, be, it'll be great. And I'll sort of probably settle into a, a phase of, of um, getting to know my our new routines and and just getting used to that and finding finding the best ways to manage that. But I mean, for sure, like longer term, FIFO can be it's a very a grueling um, way of working. It's uh, you know eight twelve hour days, which at the moment I would say I'm almost doing longer hour days at the moment. Hours, but it? <laughs> it is it's a lot more intense and. Um, so yeah, it'll, it'll be, it'll be tiring and we'll just have to see, I'm sure as the, the events come up that with, um, with the girls and their schooling or extracurriculars and stuff that, uh, I'll want, I'll, I'll no doubt miss out on stuff. But I think the flip side to that is like one of the reasons I was really getting bogged down in my old role was because every day was just a sprint from the moment I woke up to the moment I went to sleep. Um, everything was a sprint, just trying to get the girls up and going and, and then go, I've got to, you know, catch the bus to work as fast as I can and then work as fast as I can in order to get home as fast as I can to my girls again. And, and it was just, just, unrelenting until the weekend and that was good but then you know it was so exhausted <laughs> it was exhausting and then as well like not having adam both saturday and sunday meant you know we had sort of one day together as a family as well so i just i was really fast getting over that um 
just this, the stress that sort of accompanied that and it just never really had a good chance to abate. Whereas on um, this FIFO roster, it's like, yes, 100% and it'll be really tiring, but I'll get a really decent stretch at home and I'm hoping that that can, I'll just, you know, try and make the absolute most of that time um, and make that really, really good quality time both with my husband and with my kids and, and I'll be able to give my full attention to them and play to the fullest extent and, um, and yeah, be present rather than constantly worrying about the next day or the next activity or the next second or yeah. So that's the aim and, um, yeah, we'll just have to see how it goes. I mean, we're, we're still just very much taking this, um, you know, as it comes We've committed to a year, though, one hundred, like a hundred percent. No matter how bad it gets, if yeah. it goes south and we don't like it and we don't, whatnot, we've committed to a year. So to give it a really good crack to make sure, is this something that you really yeah. want to do long term? And I think you'll get a fair understanding in a year's time of whether I think so. This is yeah. what you want to do, and whether. And it may, you know, it may be a, a, a case of experimentation as well. I. I think it's going to be a gargantuan task for Adam to manage the kids by himself for eight days at a time at the moment. Um, oh, so that's the other thing, the other big change, is that our four-year-old will be going to school next year, pre-primary, um, instead of the kindergarten that she would have attended in Victoria. So that has just been an absolute mammoth, um, just mental... Uh, hurdle to get over you know suddenly the parents of a school-aged child and um to just uh, just to make one thing clear wa the only state in australia that force you don't get a choice you are forced to send your child to school if they turn five before june 30th isn't it and so amelia unfortunately is right on the edge of that so she's gonna be the youngest kid in the school um, there, whereas in Victoria and most of the other states, I think all the other states, you get the choice. You can send them to school at this age, yeah. but most and most systems around the world say it's probably better to actually hold them back another year. Yeah. Most send their kids the, the year after. So, yes, it was a bit of a shock when we were like, hang on, Massive what? Shock. I was, She's going yeah. to primary school? <laughs> yeah, I'd been thinking that we need to look at properties in terms of, catchments for school not actual actual school so um yeah but uh but i think we're dealing with that a little bit better now i mean it's been a whole week since we got the news so so much has changed in the last week and um yeah i think i i found out on thursday i got about two hours sleep that night (laughs) The next night, um, I managed five hours sleep, and then the following night, I think I got around um, seven or eight hours sleep. So it's, um, it's, yeah, you know, in a year full of change, we're just adding a whole bucket load more change into it. You know, you may as well just shove it all into one year. Why not? Um, all right, so I asked you how, how you feel with the kids, but let's look at the, the positive things. I mean, yes, there were some positives, out of it, but like... What are you most looking forward to getting back into the mining world? Like, <laughs> yeah, one, probably this a tiny thing, and it's only a big, a, a tiny part of it, but um, 
the first like landing back on site and smelling the sulfur in my nose. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't know. There's something about you know anyone who's been on a mine site. It really has a very distinctive smell. I mean, different um, commodities have different smells, but um, yeah, I, I I think I will know that I've landed once I smell that smell. And um, yeah, I don't know. Just just getting back in a in an office and setting up my computer and getting in my PPE. I, I was going to say yeah. the other day. I was, I was, like, I was waiting for. Him. I was I like, hang on. I thought that'd be the top of your yeah. thing because I can't wait to wear PPE. It's yeah. Like, what do you mean? I said that the other day. Yeah. I was like, oh, I can't wait to put it on again. I'm very much not a girly girl, so um, the chance to get on my steel cap boots and um, I think it'll be a, a yellow high-vis shirt this time and, and blue pants. It'll be, um, yeah, really good. Put put on my, my uniform for, for work and to get messy again underground and to just, you know, uh, I don't know. What I love about um, mine geology in particular is just the variability that I have um, in the work day to day. So there's logging, there's modeling, there's going underground, there's... Do you want to um, share a bit about the mine? Like what, what do you, what do you mine at this particular job? What's the site? Uh, so it's a base metals site. They produce zinc, copper, lead, silver, gold. Um, they're sort of the main commodity. So it's polymetallic. And yeah, so it's got various lenses of ore in different sites. Um, Polygons? <laughs> Inside joke, That's, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> That's back from my uni days. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's a really interesting site uh, with a lot of complexity to it. Um, and then, yeah, it's, you know, my geology involves reporting, um, analyzing interacting with operators and technical staff um and and drillers um so it's got a lot of i just i I remember being underground and just driving around and i'm just like i'm getting paid to just like bash around in a double in a a full drive here i'm like this is awesome (laughs) it's so much fun um so yeah i i really like being on site and I love being out in the bush as well. I, something that I was really reinforced in the lockdowns in Melbourne was just how much nature is a big part of my life and how it it really centers, focuses and calms me. And um, one thing we noticed was that the days that we were able to go out and have a nice walk, um, they were, you know, mentally, it just felt a lot less heavy on those days than the days that we need that we needed to stay inside for whatever reason if it was the weather was terrible or whatever um so yeah nature getting out amongst it it doesn't even have to be like full bush just just going for a walk on the street or the park um i find makes a difference to my mental health and yeah there's just so many aspects to it that um challenge me and excite me and yeah I think it's going to be awesome there's yeah there's so much going underground for the first time again it's going to be a major thrill there's always a certain amount of apprehension going underground I don't know if all miners feel this but I do to a certain extent just being so far under the ground um, especially as 
at the site I, I work, will work at. Um, it's a site I've worked at before and there's, uh, you know, there can be seismic events um, that will trigger, you know, pops and cracks from, from surrounding walls all the way into um, like sometimes catastrophic events where parts of the mine um, will sort of come down where they weren't, they weren't supposed to. So you've got to, uh, that's, uh, you know, we have many great engineers and technical staff to manage these risks, um, but there's always that risk. Mm. And especially being the mother to two kids, I will be absolutely on my guard at all times to, um, to keep myself and my colleagues safe. So yeah, it's, um, but it's super exciting. Um, and yeah, like I said, all these risks are variable managed. So don't think that it's, uh, um, it's going to be too, too unsafe, but yeah, safety is, is absolutely paramount in the mining world. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, we're, I mean, not sure exactly where, where we're going to be, but we, we really, really hope that we've got our hands onto a property <laughs> now. Yes. Um, Nothing against crossed. WA, but you're backwards with the way that you do things uh, over there in comparison to Melbourne. Melbourne just seems to be much more fluent and online. It's like, here's my application. Here we go. This is what looks good. Yep, let's do it kind of thing. Whereas WA is, yeah, it's pen and paper still and it's a bit there. But in any case, we, we hope, we hope, we hope we found what we believe would be the perfect property for the girls. And I, I got to say goodbye, although I'm catching up with them again. Um, we got to say goodbye to... Um, one of my best mates and close friends now that Amy's become since she's in my circle since we got married kind of thing and obviously meeting all my friends and whatnot. But um, we got to say goodbye to them and they just bought um, a new house themselves. Uh, it's got a beautiful big backyard. Um, and one thing I've always never really worried about is having a, a big house because I figured, you know, the house is just a bed and a kitchen and a lounge room and mm. then go and use the outdoor space that you have surrounding you. We've, we're lucky enough to live in Port Melbourne and we've got the beach near us, we've got beautiful parks near us. And it's like, well, if you want to go out, just go and experience the outdoors kind of thing. But we got to see the girls in a backyard and they were just like they loved it. maniacs, they like loved so it. delusionally happy to <laughs> run around. And Amelia was rolling and she was jumping on trampolines and cartwheeling and just doing everything. Um, and so one I thing mean, that... I think part of that is the novelty, which... Of course. Well, but but, but yes. the fact that she had that ability within yeah. a house, in a, like a fenced-off area where you know, I'm, you're always having to keep your eye on them when you're at a beach or a park yeah. or something. And she run off somewhere, where's she going? What's going on? Going? Yeah. Whereas having them inside a house and you can have some trampolines out the back, you can have some balls, you can have a sand pit or whatever it might be. Mm. But we've found a property that would be... You know, from what it all intends, it looks like the perfect property for us. It's in a great location. It's near parks, the river. It's a 15-minute drive to the beaches of, um, or 20-minute drive to the beaches of um, Perth, Scarborough, Trigg, um, Cottesloe, City Beach. I've been doing a lot of YouTubing of the best <laughs> surf beaches. Because um, the one thing I've always said, the Melbourne... Melbourne wins, hands down, every single year, almost, is the most livable city in the world. Because it has everything. But it it just lacks a surf beach. It's got a yeah. beach, which is a bay. But mm. if it had a surf beach, there would je definitely, hands down, never be a place it would beat it. I am very, very excited for the fact mm. that Perth is literally fifteen minute drive for me, and I'm 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 catching waves, yeah. and I've missed that, and so yeah, me too. Um, I'm I'm hoping my day because it's a three. I'm I'm carrying most of my business over to Perth. 
Um, I've already told most of my clients and by the time this goes out, they'll all know. Um, and a lot of them are staying with me and we're doing Zoom contacts and my online coaching and stuff that I do and that's obviously what I've been putting a lot of effort in this year to kind of get going. So that's most of it's carrying over with me. But of course, it's a three-hour time difference. And so a lot of my stuff will be done very early in the morning, um, which actually has a benefit to it because hopefully I can get a lot of that done before the girls are even awake for when Amy is off-site. Um, and then my tentative plan in my head is <laughs> hopefully it plays out the way I want it to, but is that they're all done before the girls up. I can then get the girls up, get them to school, get them to daycare, come home, complete some computer work, and then by... 10, 30, 11 o'clock, most of what I need to get done for the day is done and then have a bit of uh, bite to eat for lunch and then go and hit the beach for most of the afternoon is <laughs> is how my perfect world in my head uh, works. And uh, yeah, get a, get a tan for once in my life and see, <laughs> see some sun and Gotta some surf. And, um, um, of course, of course. And yes. I'd like to say grow my hair out, but um, unfortunately <laughs> nature had other ideas about that. But <laughs> you could grow but, a beard. Oh, maybe. maybe. Do you think you want me with a beard? No, I've never seen you with a beard. Yeah, maybe. Well, <laughs> I, I'm just I'm I'm taking I'm going to take six months off from like trying to grow my business and kind of you know getting new clients and doing all that stuff that I've been doing for the last fifteen years. I'm just going to take some downtime. Um, I mean, you don't have to. I mean, anyone who knows the mining industry, it's it's well paid, and so mm-hmm. Amy will be by far the major breadwinner uh, for us. But um, that gives me an opportunity to take the foot off the gas a bit with my business and just just hit kind of maintenance mode for a while mm. and try and settle in with the girls because no doubt it's going to be chaos with me on my own yeah. <laughs> with two uh, two young girls and one of them being at school kind of thing. So, um, But I'm looking forward to the challenge because it's putting me well out of my <laughs> comfort zone. zone. Yes. Um, I'm you know, If I ever have to take care of the girls on my own, I know Amy's not too far away, but like, <laughs> what do I do <laughs> kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that challenge but um yeah and i'm looking forward to the girls coming to rely on their father more than like because yeah mum mum is first call put a call at the moment and i think um whilst that's lovely for me um you know it's really important that they know they can rely on their father as much as they can as much as their mum sort of thing so yeah we'll try and equal this out in, in, in any way we can but yeah it's going to be it's going to be massive um, and a lot of change all at once but um, yeah I think it'll be it'll be good for all of us I went through several relocations as a child with my dad he um, he was a director of various architectural firms and yeah we moved from I was actually born in Perth we moved from Perth to New Zealand to Adelaide to Melbourne so lots of moves looking back on it I'm like oh my gosh how did my parents do it all because um, yeah from a from our perspective as children it, it all happened pretty seamlessly and but I, I remember lots of fond memories of playing in boxes um, which <laughs> which I'm sure was like the key way to just ent- keep us entertained while mum and dad did other things Um but yeah, I think I think it's going to be good. I have a, I've got a good feeling about it. I think, yeah, I just hope that we can all find happiness there and in our own routines and and our new normal. And all it took was a global health pandemic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is a said, like it's 
it's it's sad that that's what it it took. But you know, I, I am definitely like of the big opinion that you know you have to take the silver lining and everything. And you know, there's mm-hmm. definitely been some really tough times this year. And you know, the the positive I'm taking from that is that it it put us into a position where this is a possibility. I don't mm. think it you know January. If you had seen that job come up in January before the world started to shut down and whatnot, you would have looked at it and gone, "Hmm, that's interesting." You would have just it would have just scrolled past. You wouldn't have even wouldn't have even thought about it. But yeah, um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm really I'm I'm genuinely looking forward to the challenge, and I think we are in a moment in time where this is something that we're ready for. Yeah, I, I say this all the time with clients who start. Any, like my five in ten program, or come on and just inquire about coaching, is that you know I've been saying the same thing for <laughs> five years, but it's wherever that clicks for that person, mm. that could have been the seventy seventh time they've heard me say X, Y, and Z, but it was that seventy seventh time that like I'm ready. Yeah. It's now my moment. Yeah, and this is for us. We probably could have done this three years ago, maybe. But we Maybe. weren't in that right frame. We weren't yeah. right ready. We weren't like whatever it was, but this was the moment and we were, yeah. were striking. And I can't remember who I've heard it say, and I know I'm getting the quote wrong, but like um, luck is like opportunity plus um, like taking the, like moving, like acting kind of thing. Action, like yeah. opportunities are given all the time, but unless you act on them, yes. it's, it's never, it's never realized. And yeah. so, um, you know, and everyone always speaks, oh, that person's so lucky. It's like, that opportunity is probably been thrown in your face, but did you ever take it kind of thing? And so, mm. um, yeah, here was our opportunity. And that was one of the things as well. Like, I, I I, would say I changed my mind, like, maybe twice in the period between September and when I applied for this role. Um, and I kept changing my mind because I was like, oh, I don't think I can do that. I don't think I can be away from the girls it would just be so much easier if we stayed in Melbourne. We've got childcare lined up. We've got all this, you know, we've got a lovely house. We have a lovely suburb. Everything's just so easy stable now job, kind of thing. Income, da, da, da. But I kept, I kept thinking, oh, I just, I don't know if I could live with myself if I didn't try the alternative. And even though it's uncomfortable and even though it's a massive inconvenience, um, you know, fortune favours the bold and it's those experiences you know it may all go to crap who knows um but But what's the worst we get on a plane and come back to melbourne yes (laughs) yeah and that's the thing um so we're giving it a crack we're doing this and yeah i can't believe it's only it's only been a week since we found out i can't i I, my brain can't really get get around that but um yeah so Mm. we're doing this so if you are in perth and you're listening to this um, this is going to sound really pathetic. Is that the word? No, pathetic is not the word I want to use, but I can't think of anything. Um, no, no, no. I I'm going to be alone a lot of the time. I, ha- I have no friends. So if you want to be my friend, do you want to go and play somewhere? But like, if you're in Perth and you're hearing this, um, I'd love to connect with anyone. So um, you know, I'm trying to open up social circles and meet people, and you know, I've never had to do that in my life because I've been a Melbourne born and bred since the day I was brought into this world. And so I've had my friends literally for 20 plus years and I'm really sad to be leaving them. Um, and, you know, I've already said goodbye to a couple of them and um, we've got some couple of more meetings in the last next couple of weeks where we're catching up with 
friends and whatnot. But um, you know, I've, again, I've never had to make new friends. But hey, I'm open to. You'll be fine. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. So yes, but no, I just and I, I know it's a silly, as I said, a silly thing to say, but just I like to connect with people. So why not through <laughs> this? You know, you've probably heard me speak all these times and if you think like I'm someone that'd be nice to get along with let's go <laughs> um, but guys yeah, as I said this was just a podcast to come on and share our um, exciting news with you guys but also something to just mark a moment in time and you know should the girls want to come back and listen to this so Amelia if you're 18 and listening to this or <laughs> it's sometime in the future and you're kind of wanting to listen to mum and dad at some point in 2020 as we made that move to Perth you know we love you. <laughs> and we so, absolutely love you. As well as you, Anna. You are you're a, you're a light of our life and um, you, know, you just had your first birthday. So as I said, this is just a moment in time we wanted to record and share it with all of you guys, but uh, have it as something there. So, um, so if you've got any questions for us, feel free to email me. My email's in the show notes down below. Um, and if you are in Perth, we'll see you soon because our flight takes off on the 30th of December. Um, and we hit the ground running from there. So um, we're all on a plane and our stuff should be packed by then and on a train on its way over. And my parents are going to drive my car over and my dog over um, sometime in January. I have no idea when, but at some point um, we'll get that sorted. And hopefully the property we hopefully get, we uh, get to move into very early January and we make a life and away we go. So That's right. Yeah. And then you, 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 you're on site and at work on the 13th of January. Yes, so. yes. All pending, not needing to quarantine, of course. Hopefully nothing changes. Mm. COVID is going well. In Australia. In Australia, (laughs) in, um, yeah, especially in Victoria. And, yeah, we just got to hope and pray. and Nothing changes at all. Yeah, especially as more international visitors come back into Victoria. So, yeah, but there's there's very little we can do about that. We just got to focus on the things we can control and... And go from there and get back to the packing. Yes, yeah, so we're going to do that, guys. Um, so thank you very much for listening in. Um, if you're still here at the end of it, um, yeah, thank you for listening to our, our rambles. Uh, this was mostly, as I said, done for us just to mark a moment in time. But also, you guys have been with us on not only my Instagram stories, but my podcast and sharing that journey for the last two years. So here's to our next step of our journey yeah. and documenting that. And so uh, I look forward to bringing all of that and our family dinners and things like that that we do. Um, So, yeah, hope you've enjoyed the podcast, guys. Thank you. Yeah, so that's been another episode of the Let's Talk Fast podcast. I'll speak to you next week. We've got a really big guest on. I've lined her up. It's all set in. Um, So follow my Instagram stories to uh, know who that is because I need some questions to ask her. This one is a big guest, so I'm very, very excited to uh, bring her onto the show. You're going to love it. So that's been this week's episode. Talk to you next week. Ciao. Bye. Goodbye.